Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, including music. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okay. We got a little bit of music to sample, and then I want to talk about Paulina Poritzkova, who fairly recently lost her ex-husband, Rick Ocasek, of the Cars. Mm. Get to uh, some of what she had to say, but there's a new song from Greta Van Fleet called Heat Above, and in this one, I don't think they sound like Led Zeppelin like they normally do. Oh. See if you can recognize the band that they sound like, okay? Here's their new song. Well, first of all, I like the sound of it. I love these guys. I like so just about everything much. they put out. Me too. I still now maybe I'm just biased because of our comparison before. I still feel Robert Plant, Led Zeppelin in there. Who are you hearing? I'm hearing Rush. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you hear it? Yeah. We might have to get a little Rush, like Tom Sawyer or something, to compare it. Yeah. What a voice. Oh, my God, this kid is so talented. And he is a kid, isn't he, like, in his early 20s? He looks real young, I'll tell you that. Um, That's Greta Van Fleet, if you're just joining us. You want to hear Tom Sawyer rush real quick? Yeah. Let's Let's hope I don't get an ad, of course. I probably will, so we're going to talk for two seconds. Three, and a two, and a It sounds just like a... Okay, we'll go back to Greta here. All right. Oh my God, if Rush ever needs a new singer. Yeah. Right? Well, it's evident, you know, obviously that they were very influenced by the greats of classic rock. Greta Van Fleet was. Jason Kizka is the lead singer of Greta Van Fleet. He is 24. Yep. Oh, wow. 24. Wowee. And he's the oldest dude in the band, I believe. No, he is not. Yeah, Daniel Wagg. I believe his brothers are in the band, aren't they? Uh, Jake is 24. That means that's his twin brother. Sam is 21. Do they all have the same last name? Who's Daniel Wagner? (laughs) Just hanging out. Oh, my God. Daniel Wagner is uh, the drummer. All right. Yeah, he's the drummer. All right, he's 22. Awesome. Ooh, I can't wait to talk about rock and roll coming up at uh, 1045 today. I watched a really great documentary that I want to tell you guys about. I think you might be interested in it, Steve. 
Oh, and don't forget YouTuber. a Throwback Thursday music trivia coming Ooh, up today. Big and day. it's the old school the, version. Oh, good. That Donna oh, likes. Yes, Queen. Mm, well, Donna gets one of these. Oh, good yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah you know it's wonderful. good for me. All right, uh, Rebecca Black just celebrated the 10th anniversary of her viral hit Friday. <laughs> she put out a bonkers new remix featuring people oh. whose names I can't pronounce. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's very different. And, well, well, let's just listen to it. It is the video's bonkers. She said she had the idea to do this remix for a bunch of years, but was it was so insane for her to think anyone else would want to be a part of it. So she's got... Um, Big Fridia, that's one name I can pronounce. 303, who do, we, we, we know them, right? 100 Gex, uh, Dylan Brady, we've got Dorian Electra. Yeah, I don't know these people. Who's 303? I'm not into this, this music genre. Starstruck? I think, I think we know them. Okay, cool. Now I want to talk to you about Paulina Poritskova, Okay. What? I just, uh, that was how you say her name. I couldn't remember how I just tried to say it to you. I was like, uh, Porzovikova. It's yeah. like Slovak. <laughs> yeah, I was not good She's at one it. of my people. Um, <laughs> she did an interview recently. She seems like a really fun lady. And, but if you recall, her ex, Rick Ocasek, who she was still very close with, um, passed away kind of unexpectedly. I believe he was sick, and then she found him. She went and got coffee, and when she arrived at his place in New York, he had passed away, and it was very devastating for her. Then on top of that, she finds out that he had left her no money, hmm. um, even though they were still kind of together, kind of not. Um, here's what she has to say about wishing she had a prenup. So do you have regrets about not signing that prenup now? <laughs> ha 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 ha. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, if I had a daughter, any of my goddaughters or granddaughters or any of the young women I know, if there's one good thing I could do for them is to let them hear my story of how romance eclipsed any financial thinking and what a Bad idea, that is. There you go. Mm. I could not agree with her anymore. I'm a huge um, believer in prenups. Me too. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. 100%. All right, I'm 100% not you, on board. I so know. 100%? I would have trouble imagining a situation where I would do that. Really? But that's good. That gives us a nice mixture. The three of us together make a cocktail. That's true. Yeah, yeah. A, a, I mean, you know, she we was left with nothing. Pre not. <laughs> <laughs> she was left with it. She had two homes. She had to sell them both. Um, she had friends who had to bring her groceries. Um, I just, I think she makes a really good point. Like she let love eclipse, you know, the importance of taking care of yourself financially in the event that. Now, nobody gets married thinking they're going to get divorced ever, I don't believe, right? But you have you have to think of it as a business agreement to some degree as well, because it is. Yeah, I don't know how divorces work in general. Like, how, how did she end up with nothing? Because in a lot of states, and I'm asking the question, uh, in a lot of states, there's some divvying up of 
assets in any sort of a divorce proceeding. Could her assets have outweighed her cash after the yeah. divorce? Therefore, she had to sell off the assets to bring back in some cash. Yeah, she had like no. That? Yeah, she had nothing coming in. She, you know, you can. There's money, then there's liquid money, right? There's mm-hmm. your assets, but if you can't afford to continue living in a house, you have to sell it so that you can continue to pay your other bills yeah. for groceries. Yeah. Um, I just think. Halloween want prenup. <sighs> Kanye. Steve, I just, You're I really up? hope that when your daughter gets married, butterfly kisses, <laughs> that you don't try to discourage her from a prenuptial agreement if it comes to that, because it also protects her. It's not just to benefit the person with... And anything you may have done for her. That's another thing, too, is that like some people do this because their parents may do things for them prior to them meeting that person, and not that you wouldn't give every dime you have to that person, but let's just say, I know that things can, you know, it's how what happens during the marriage, but if there's no clear-cut designation there, they can go after that, too, and then that would ruin what you would maybe, all the hard work you did for her, you know? I will, I look forward to having you both at the wedding, and it'll be a wonderful conversation <laughs> that we'll have. And I value both of All your right, opinions. fine. We gotta go. Steve's not taking the bait. I'm, fine. I'm, I'm listening to you. That's I'm listening. I'm, I'm learning. No, no, you're not. I'm learning. You're not. You've got, like, earbuds in, and you're listening to, like... Uh, Everything you hear right now was pre-recorded on Monday of this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Donna! Hey, I want to tell back. you about something. Okay. Uh, speaking about two two super rich people, did they have a hot we want prenup? Kanye West is going to be talking with Elon Musk. Where? When? Well, there's a brand new audio-based social media platform that is taking off. Who's ready to add another social media to their social medias? Nobody. I'll tell you what it is. Plus, have you ever heard of 75 Hard? I just learned about it this morning. I'll tell you what it is, and I'm curious if either of you would ever engage in 75 Hard. We'll get into that when we come back. It is the Donna and Steve Show, and we did sign a prenup. Coming up next on my talk. Hey, we have a sponsor for the Donna and Steve podcast. It's Chill Boys. I love my Chill Boys. These are the most comfortable pair of underwear boxer briefs that I have ever worn in my life. The bamboo material, super, super soft, really cool as well. Let me speak to the the waistband, though, for a moment. Uh, In most men's underwear, when you wear the waistband, it folds down as though it is submitting to your roll of fat, (laughs) or mine in this case, that is forcing it down. But guess what? My Chill Boys underwear do not do that at all. The waistband stays where it should, which makes me feel more comfortable longer. Also, no wedgies, no chafing, no odor. It's because that bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties. It's so cool. It's great for biking, hiking, golfing. I sent a couple of pairs to a friend of mine who refs hockey, and he sent me a text thanking me and telling me how comfortable they are, especially the uh, performance boxers. You sent underwear to a guy? Look at the time. Isn't he married? He's a married yeah, man we're talking thing. about. Yes, it's my best friend's husband. All right, we'll get into that weird story a little bit later on. You can find out more at chillboys.com. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. Producer. Hey, good morning, everybody. I am um, Grant is with us. Hello. Hey, I'm Hello. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> I got another social media app for us all to download. Oh, goody. It's called Clubhouse. Okay. Sounds fun already, doesn't it? Sure does. Uh, and Elon Musk, ever heard of him? He's going to be using it. Kanye West, ever heard of him? He's yeah. going to be using it. 
Uh, Clubhouse is essentially an audio-based social media app. Elon Musk tweeted yesterday that he's going to have a conversation with Kanye West on Clubhouse. Uh, It's not exactly clear when that is going to happen. Uh, But Clubhouse is this new thing that celebrities are making you take, give some level of attention to whether or not you download it. You can be the decider of all that. Clubhouse, this according to The Morning Brew, perfectly timed their April 2020 launch to coincide with a global pandemic that kept everyone in their homes independent on their phones for any kind of social interaction. So in May, the social media app Clubhouse raised $12 million from venture capital media company Andreessen Horowitz and raised another round last month at $1 billion valuation. Here's what it is. It is an invite-only model. So Clubhouse is like knowingly sacrificing viral growth where everybody's downloading it for some image of exclusivity. Plenty of people still finding their way to Clubhouse. In late January, it's uh, it had over 2 million people who used the app in one week. Now, it did help. Some of the users are huge names. Elon Musk recently interviewed uh, Robin Hood CEO Vlad Tenev about all the GameStop craziness. Drake and Tiffany Haddish have both hopped on to Clubhouse. Uh, let's see, one other notable Clubhouse member, Mark Zuckerberg from Facebook, who chatted about augmented and virtual reality. He apparently liked his time on the app a lot. Facebook is now reportedly in the early stages of building a Clubhouse competitor. Twitter apparently already has one known as Spaces. So it brings up the question, will this just be a pandemic fad, Clubhouse? Or will it eventually just become a dominant form of social media where you're Hmm. essentially doing this audio-based, kind of sounds like, you know what it reminds me of, a phone call. I was just going to say that, like, (laughs) or you could pick up the phone. So skeptics say this. How many of you are actually still going to be on Clubhouse when the Foo Fighters are playing Jones Beach, arguing that interest will level off? post-pandemic. Plus, the company hasn't figured out its revenue model just yet, and many of the conversations are, according to this report, just boring. Mm. So what's your take? Do you like it? Do you think Clubhouse, this is interesting? You can listen in on celebrity conversations, but how is it different from a podcast? That's a a great question. Um, Yeah, uh, I'm out. You're out? Yep. Yeah, not a fan. All right, so you're out on that? Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to be out on 75 hard. This is something else I learned about this morning. And this would take a real level of commitment. But let's imagine if we all did this for a moment. 75 Hard is a specific set of tasks. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To be completed every day for 75 days in a row. Here are the tasks that you must complete to be a part of 75 Hard. One. Complete two separate 45-minute workouts. One of those has to be outside. Mm. I like that. Step two. You must drink one gallon of water per day for 75 days. That's going to be hard for some people. Yeah. I won't sleep at night if I do that. Yeah, overactive bladder guy over here. Do you think I can do this one gallon? (laughs) Um, Here's step three. This is the 75 hard program. Step three, read 10 pages of a nonfiction book. I like that. Step four, this is loose enough that I don't think it'll scare anyone off. Mm -hmm. Stick to a diet of your choosing. You choose, but don't just eat haphazardly. Figure out a diet plan that you will follow. Whole 30. Keto, paleo, Atkins, vegan, vegetarian. Figure out a plan and follow it. That's step four. Step five is take a progress picture. So the 75 hard. Complete two separate 45-minute workouts every day for 75 days. One must be outside. Drink a gallon of water each day. Read 10 pages of a nonfiction book each day. Stick to a diet of your choosing every day. And take a progress picture every day. Um, can we go back to the 45 minutes? How many of those do we have to do? Yeah, I thought you signed off on that a little bit. <laughs> well, quicker. you said, then you went, the first time I heard it, it sounded okay. The second time I heard it, it sounded like you said every day. Yes, these things must be done every day for 75 days. It's mm. called 75 hard. Mm. Every day. You have to do two 45-minute workouts. Two? I, that's the part I thought you may have oh, missed. Okay, I mi- yeah, I misunderstood. And one of them one has, to be, has outside. to be outside. One of those two daily workouts Wait, for 45 minutes must I be mean, outside. I mean, who's got time for all this? Thank you. We all have time. Steve, well, I do, for sure. <laughs> that's what we all say. We're always like, I don't have time. And then Smash Cut 2, I watched four shows last night and half of a movie. Right, you're right. But right. who would I would not want to do this. I could not no. do the 75 hard. Two one imagine doing a 45 minute workout outside today. I could do the the water <laughs> and I could do the the eating thing. I the workout I'm like, "Oh god." So you could do like 22 hard. Yes. Or maybe 30 hard. Maybe that's 30 hard. Maybe 30 hard. 30 hard. I don't like 30 name of it. 30 hard. Do you want to play a game? All right. All right. Uh, 651-641-1071. Would you like to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge? Well, give us a call. Bet on who you think is going to win today, either Steve or myself. If you guess right, you will win a prize. Coming up. We're going to play a game here on the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. You ready, punk? Hey, whoa, Donna. Do it. Time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, I am Grant. I want to see how smart you are. After those fighting words from Donna over there, let's play the 29th edition of the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Steve is currently in the lead 15-13. 
Nice job the last two games there, Steve. And we hey, got... it's, a pr- it's just fun to play. Hey, well, you know, we're glad to have you here. And we need, we need you here to play the game, so that's important. Okay? Danelle is with us from Buffalo. We spoke to Danelle last week, and I think you robbed a victory from her, Steve, last week. Right, Danelle? Yeah, he did, and that ain't going to happen today, Donna. Come yeah! On now. Woo! Well, Danelle, might yes, I throw yes. something out there? Mm, you you okay, have an opportunity. Yourself. Learn better, know better, do better. Team <laughs> up with me, Danelle. Come on. Yeah, not going to happen. I hope so you guys lose in a humiliating fashion. <laughs> wow. Donna, you Woo. started this. He's fighting words. I guess so. Bring it, bring it. Bring it, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, to now, uh, we know you want to play with Donna. Yeah. Uh, today, you are playing for a digital viewing code of the Crudes, a new age, certified fresh by Rotten Tomatoes, and we also will throw in a beautiful MyTalk t-shirt. And Excellent. we know you're playing with Donna, but today's topic, actors Ooh. and actresses who served in the military. Hmm. Ooh, all righty. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go deposit a check. Go, go find you'll, your you'll fingers. You'll have time. Okay, file Bye, your fingers. Steve. All right. All right, text me. Bye. You're cool. Bye. 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 All right, Danelle. Danelle. Yes, and you know how this works. Just wait till the yeah. end. You can help her out. She can't help you out afterwards, but we'll go okay. with Donna's questions here first, okay? All right, I'm zipped. zipped All righty. Okay. Okay. All right, Donna. This actor joined the armed forces after 9-11, but he was remedi- medically discharged after a few years when he broke his sternum in a mountain biking accident. He rose Ooh. to promise with a supporting role in the HBO comedy drama series Girls and more recently found fame in the, as a main character in the new Star Wars wow, movie you're just series. giving it away, aren't you? Adam Driver. Yeah, okay, oh. all right. Um, now, why is that not, we're not getting, oh, there we go. Ah. Uh, the Golden Girl star enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps Women Reserves during, the, during World War II. B. Arthur. Okay. This actor joined Air For- the Air Force in 1955, and he served four years as a radar technician. He won a Golden Globe for Best Actor for his role in Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, Morgan Freeman. Final. I think. Ha! Ha! Um, all right, are you cheating? Don't cheat on my behalf, please. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Okay. All right, Danelle. I had no clue on the first one, so I think that I'm going to go check, check, and check. All right. Okay. Do you want to get Steve back? I'll get Steve back, Danelle. No, don't get Steve back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Stevie. (laughs) Stevie. That was a great, great job, guys. You know, I mean, I'm very happy with how you did. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Let's see if he would hear that. Steve, Uh, come on. There he is. Come on, buddy. Steve. Wait, what did I? What's happening here? I said I'm putting the hex. No, on Steve. So, no, do yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't seem to get him back here. That's okay. Oh dear. Um, here. Uh, can you try to get him back? Yeah, I'll text him real quick. All right. Danelle was telling me that she, uh, you know, being from Buffalo, she, you know, she was out there last yesterday with all that going on yesterday, and she actually yeah. goes to the same church as the doctor out there that was kind of in the whole situation out in Buffalo. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Oh, and I guys. drive a school bus, too, like I said last time. So, you know, we had to go take the kids to a different school. Oh, my and goodness. I, I, a couple of people have asked, what is the one thing that you could do? I know next Tuesday they're doing, on the 16th, excuse me for interrupting, but they're doing that. Everybody light their porch purple. That's our school color. The main high school is our purple and black. Oh, but, we w- we'll pass that on. Is this out yeah. in Buffalo? Yes. I came in late. 
Yes. Yeah, Buffalo Strong is kind of a website you could go to, too. It's just uh, we have a, such a great community. They're going to pull through and really fight the fight. And I was talking yesterday, Danelle. I did one show in Buffalo. I've been in Buffalo two times in my life, and each time was so taken by the people there, and they're just so lovely. And so when we heard the story, our hearts just broke for many reasons, but just oh. knowing personally how lovely the community of Buffalo is, our, our hearts are with you guys. Oh, thank you so much. It's a great place to live and raise your family. Yeah. It really is. Sorry that happened to you guys. Yes, yeah. And there's thank so you. many buffaloes there, for real. They really leaned into the buffalo <laughs> buffalo statues all they're throughout. They're so cool. The, they're so, so cool. cool. I know, I know. Uh-huh. I took pictures with them. All right. You guys need to shuffle off the buffalo. Check us out. <laughs> it is a great, great, yeah. great town, for sure. Yeah. All right, Steve. Thank you. You ready to go, bud? I'm ready. All right. Hex, hex, hex. Hex, hex, hex. Hex, Okay. <laughs> This actor joined the armed forces after 9-11, but he was medically discharged after a few years when he broke his sternum in a mountain bike accident. He rose to prominence with a supporting role in the HBO comedy drama series Girls, and more recently found fame as a main character in the new Star Wars movie series. Adam Driver. This Golden Girls star was enlisted in the U.S. Marine Corps Women's Reserve during World War II. Betty White. This actor joined the Air Force in 1955 and has served four years as a radar technician, and he won a Golden Globe Award for Best Actor for his role in Driving Miss Daisy. Morgan Freeman, I think I'm going to change my second answer to B. Arthur. She seems a bit more badass than Betty White, no disrespect. I'm going to go B. Arthur, final answer. Oof. That was a good change there, my friend. It is B. Arthur. Oh, man. I left out. I left out the clue of her common nickname around pro- our, our, our common nickname for our program director amongst yeah. our mom. Well, you just give it away, aren't you? I know. I didn't know. I I didn't know how much you guys would know these because I thought it was a pretty obscure topic. But mm. yes, Adam Driver is the correct answer for the first one. B. Arthur is the correct one for the second one. And Morgan Freeman joined the Air Force in 1955 and served four years as a radar technician. So we wow. go to the tiebreaker okay audio clue just give me the actor's name once you know who it is okay and danelle you are ready to play as well all right and is this going to have to do with the armed forces too they they this person served in in the armed forces is it the american armed service grant you don't have to answer them they're pressing you no no no, no. grant play the audio yeah let's let's go here is it the american the plates with it Strike zone almost disappeared. James Earl Jones. Rocky, oh, I just hate that. Mm. That's yeah. the way I played. James Earl Jones. All the time. Oh. Baseball was life. Oh, Ooh. the Sandlot. Yes, the Sandlot. Really? Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's true. Oh, oh sorry, okay. You're still my girl, then. You're my girl. I love the last name Valentine. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Thank you. Not to you, Steve. All right, yeah, fine, Danelle. <laughs> Whatever. Hi. All right, send our love to Buffalo, Danelle. Yeah, I you? sure will. Much Thank love. You so much. Thank All you. Right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. How could you? Is it the American Armed Forces? Hey, wait, what question? Is it a lieutenant? What, what, <laughs> at what level are they serving? That'll really help my... We please. I thought he was going to go Gal Gadot on, on the bed. I almost you did. Were tr- she was trying to get information from you. There Grant? were a couple people that were not in the American Armed Forces, so I stayed away American. from that. Mm. There were, were they so- a colonel? <laughs> uh, for a tip. Yeah. Everybody on the show getting uh, tipsy. Everybody on the show getting 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 tipsy.
Here's one for you. If you want your cologne to last the entire evening, overspray to the point of annoyance. <laughs> now you've already got that down. Yeah. Rub a little bit of petroleum jelly on the area before you spray. Where does one find petroleum jelly? Well, we we've anywhere. got some. Okay. Vaseline. Oh, there you go. Thank there you. you go. I have some right here actually. A little aquaphor. Oh, it's great. Put it on your lips, man. I am, and I'm. <laughs> I have gloves on because I put some on my hands. Oh, because they're disgusting. You should sleep like that, Donna. I did, and I do. And you still have your gloves on now? I put them on for a little while. Thank you for asking. I have more tips. Well, okay. Let us first make sure that we fully inhaled that one. <laughs> so, a little petroleum jelly, like behind the ears, spritz, spritz, or your wrist, or your wrists, or your um, elbow pit. Oh. oh, you put yours on the undercarriage of your weenus? Um, you know, I do, and part of the reason is because my dog likes to lick, and I don't want him licking perfume off my wrist, so I move it up a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> Did you say your armpit, like you could use it with deodorant, too? No, no, in, no. The, in the pit your of elbow your pit. elbow. Oh, oh, thank you. You know, kind of like your knee pit? Yep, 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 yep. Sorry. <laughs> I was confused. I'm like, wait a minute. What I'll spray my head too, Grant. You can spray you your head. You put it in your hair. That's what my grandma used to do. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Grant, do you work alone? Uh, only for you know maybe the Christmas party every year. Or oh the wedding. my gosh, you're kidding me! What do you go out and buy cologne for this special occasion, or do you use your cologne that you have purchased once a year? I have used the same bottle of Curve cologne that I think I got back in junior high. My oh did, my god, you have to get rid of that, Grant. Yeah. It probably smells rancid yes, now. Yes, because they do turn on you. Okay, I know about Curve. My buddy Matt used to wear Curve. It is not exactly a top shelf cologne, though it has a, a, an appreciable smell. We like it. <laughs> But it's not meant to last more than about six months, not 15 years. If you want it to last longer, the next time you buy some, put it in the fridge. Okay. As long as it's not like an aerosol. I mean, like, if it's in a bottle. That's why I was getting all those looks last year at the Christmas party. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I met you, Steve, and you shook my hand. You stepped back two feet real quick. No, I'm just kidding. All right, I got more. All right. When you're dining out... Always wash your hands after you order. After you order, go to the restroom and yes, wash your hands. Because of the menu. It's the dirtiest thing you touch in a restaurant. Yeah. And finally this. When taking pills, remember this. Chin up for tablets, chin down for capsules. Down for capsules, up for tablets. Why? Tablets sink, capsules float. Tablets sink, <laughs> capsules float. Tablets uh, sink. In what substance, I guard? Your throat. Okay. I don't want to brag. Okay. You know I don't want to, but I have to. Mm-hmm. Do you dry swallow your tabs? Your no, pills? but I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Me too. I mean, I could shove like seven, eight, nine, ten pills in my mouth and just... Okay, you know. well, be careful. Yeah, that doesn't yourself. sound good. You, you know, to... like if you're taking vitamins. There okay, are... well, say vitamins, then not pills. It okay. Like oh, sorry. Recreational. Yes, yeah, it sounded like you were no, just having no. like a, you know. A party. A party with yourself. Woo, you know what that lady at the bar said? She could do seven to ten. <laughs> <laughs> I save them no, up I mean, and I just like go to town. Vitamins. Okay. 
You're welcome, guys. I'm going to buy Grant Cologne. I'm really jarred by what he's doing with his physical body. Yeah, I'm done. I'm going to go home and throw that right away, guys. We're Yeah, that's embarrassing. And then, Grant, we're going to walk you up in terms of spritzes. Okay. People know me by my scent. They both love and hate it. Some people really hate it. Yeah, (laughs) largely hate it. But I've got a good mentor, so I know I'm going to go somewhere with it, right? Megan Newquist would come into the uh, Five Eyewitness newsroom when I worked mornings, and she would would be 30 feet away. She would open the door to the back of the newsroom and say... Patterson's here, yep. and this is at three in the morning. <laughs> Smell him. Yep. Oh, gosh. Yep. Six to eight sprays, Grant. No, okay. don't listen to him, because people who have migraines will beat the crap out of you. Text me <gasps> Text me a couple of the good uh, scents, and we'll go from there. I'll, I'll just, I'll handle this. Okay. I'll, I'm going to buy you a cologne. Oh, all right. Oh, all right. Oh, fancy. That's nice. Hey, when we come back, I checked out, on the recommendation of a friend, I checked out a music documentary that I want to tell you guys about. It's not new, but it's new to me, uh, and I'll tell you all about it when we come right back on my talk. Oh, welcome back. Donna and Steve, very cold here in the Twin Cities. A lot of people hunkering down, watching a lot of TV. Such was the case for me all week. Oh, fun. Fun. I had my Zoom call last night and the my- most dedicated Zoomer in the world that I know is you, Donna. Every for Wednesday real. since this whole thing started. Every Unbelievable. Wednesday. Five I would o'clock. Have tapped out so long ago. You know, I think it's great. We need that human contact. Like you a lot of my friends are single. So all of us basically live alone except for one of one of the people in the group. So I think it's really important. To have that human connection. That's really great. That's Thanks, wonderful Steve. that you've stuck with it. We always talk about what we're watching, and my BFF Nancy. Nance! She told me about a documentary because she's like full on into documentary mode, and I love them too, and we all love music. So she told me about one that's like five years old, and it's called Hired Gun. And it's basically about session and touring musicians that are hired by well-established and like famous bands, but a lot of it is metal. We're taught there's uh, Metallica, Kiss, then there's Billy Joel, Mandy Moore. Uh, her musicians are part of this. Hillary Duff, and it really goes to show how these these artists are like the at the top of their games, they are like the best in the business and how underpaid and risky their, their careers are Oh, like, they don't make any money. They do it because they love to play. Um, and you get to hear all of their stories and, and how really they're pivotal in making the artists look good. Oftentimes without getting any kind of credit or recognition for it. Um, I think we have a little bit of the trailer, right, Grant? Yeah, absolutely. Let's hear it. Okay, here's Hired Gun. Everybody in my band's an A-list player. I just don't have time for B-list guys. Hired Gun is the best available musician. Nobody will know who he is, but he gets the gig because he's the elite player. I have the most brilliant, wonderful, best ever band. Give him my hand. That's pink. As a Hired Gun, quote-unquote, I'm there to be a supportive band member, to the artist, to the other musicians, to the audience. We know.
know the riffs that they played on guitar or piano or saxophone, but we don't know their face or their name. For years, I've been like, I don't want to be a side guy anymore. But how do you say no to Bon Jovi? When I was a kid, I always said, I want to be in a band like a Kiss. I didn't know I'd end up in Kiss. You're sitting in the front row to a very glamorous lifestyle, but it has nothing to do with you. Billy Joel sounded like Billy Joel because of Liberty DeVito, the Keith Richards of that band. If Billy is the father of those songs, I'm at least the uncle. You look at the, the, the Billboard Top 100, and you're like on 30 of the songs, and we had a lot to do with them. It seems like there's about 20 musicians we're talking about that have made every single record that everybody owns. It's just really about how close and tight the business is. It reminds me actually a lot about a lot of radio of how radio is, you know, in certain markets. Like, sure. I work with people here that I've worked with at two other radio stations and then they go from, you know, as far as salespeople or on air people. And it's just they did a really nice job with this. Now that I look at it, I don't even know if this is the documentary that she actually recommended, but <laughs> I think I may have gotten the title wrong, but it's about the same exact thing. Still. Uh, There is another one like this, I think, called 20 Feet from Stardom. It's really good, especially, I would say, if you're really into music, you will like this. But if you're a player, if you're a guitarist, you probably have already seen it. But if you haven't, this is a really good movie. Hired Gun. Hired Guns. Hired Gun, Amazon Prime. Huh. Really good. That sounds cool. Thanks, I like Steve. that. I remember 20 Feet to Stardom, that got Oscars love. Yes. Maybe five years ago, yep. seven years ago, something like that. I tell you, they they um, featured uh, Alice Cooper quite a bit, and you really come to really like him a lot. He just seems like a really great guy. Um, there was also, who was the other person? There was a guy in Ozzy Osbourne's band uh, don't know what his name is, but just like these are like such nice, seemingly nice people, mm. you know, who are just love playing music. Just that's all they want to do in life. And then the stories that they could tell, too. You know, they're actually more interesting to sit down and have dinner with probably than many of the headlining acts that they've played with. And they do. And they just have these, you know, uh, that's so fun that it's. They tell stories. Bon Jovi, Pink, you can tell all these different stories of working with these different celebs. That's cool. I like yes, the sound of that. Queer. Thank you. Uh, now, what do you have? Um, I saw Disney. <laughs> At first, I was like, wait, are they getting rid of Disneyland? Okay, that's not the case. Uh, but I saw this headline about Disney fleeing California and what? Florida saying you can come here and you can grow and you can expand. So the chief financial officer of Florida didn't know that states had CFOs. I guess they do. Um, says that he wants Disney to be able to build more of its operations down in Florida. He says Disney already has a proven track record here, and we would just like to allow them to grow and to expand their business. And so here's what they're actually trying to do. Of course, Disneyland is still closed. Disney World uh, has been open for months with just safety protocol in place. But California has been the most locked down state by most accounts. And uh, they're essentially saying, look, it's hurting business to the point where the, even Disney is thinking, what sort of operations could we move to 
Florida because we already have, you know, it's like we have another headquarters there. Right. Now, nothing is as big as their big Burbank studio. I think it's 51 acres for this big lot that they have there, um, which is very easy for anyone in the Hollywood community to get over there. You know, it's a 10-minute drive, whereas going to Florida would be a little bit of a different situation. But uh, apparently they are thinking of moving, figuring out what could we do? How could we, what portions of Disney could we move over to Florida where we're operating, where we've been operating and giving these businesses an opportunity to, to stay open? So... I'll be curious. I couldn't imagine the Burbank lot ever closing. That's no. so iconic. They right. Huge offices there. Uh, but maybe outsourcing more of their Disney business stuff to Flo Rida. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. It's in the rapper. The rapper. I know, I get it. Oh. Uh, Ryan's going to have a dirt alert. Nope, I, I his said name Ryan. is Grant. Grant is going to have a dirt alert. And then we'll get to Morgan Wallen's apology.